Hey now, hey now, hey now, welcome in, welcome in, y'all, and guess what time it is, that's right, it's porch time, and I am your one, your only, Ms. McKinney, and I know you guys have to be extremely glad about that, let's get into it. So we had a little bit of recording difficulty, right? Imagine that on the porch. But we had a little bit of recording difficulty, but the words and everything that Uncle Pete shared with us was just too phenomenal and too raw and too real to re-record. So I hope you guys are able to stick with it um, and listen to all of the insightful gems that Uncle Pete left to us about marriage. Here we go. Simple. You don't know. If you think back to, you know, our parents' time or before that time when, you know, when people just, you know, those parents were like, hey, you're marrying him or you're marrying her. <laughs> and that was the end of the conversation and things were set up or, you know, arranged marriages. You see a lot of those people didn't know each other at all, let alone had any kind of relationship. And some of them worked out and developed and grew beautiful, large families. So when you're actually dating or, you know, in the engagement phase, you need to make sure that you learn and understand your partner because it's not all about what's on the outside. It's, it's the mental, you know, um, those long conversations uh, about, you know, you know, sometimes there's abuse in, in history, you know, how they, you know, and seeing how they dealt with it or how they cope with it might not always been the way you would have done it, but you know, it wasn't your trauma and the same thing to you, you go through trauma, you, you've been through some things, they might not have dealt with it the same way, but again, it was trauma. So as you grow, you learn to have um, a mutual respect, but don't go in expecting too much. It's supposed to be fun. And a lot of people take out of it, you know, even though originally marriage was a business arrangement within families to keep the rich people together and the poor people down. That's basically what it all came through for the union as it got, you know, more common. But, you know, people going in, oh, I can't do this. I can't hang out. I can't do, you know, it's not that. It's a respect to someone else's time who's giving you their time that they could be doing something as well. So, and that's the balance. But again, you got to have fun with that person. You got to be able to just shoot her in the head with a water gun or, or she hit you in the back with a Nerf gun, something silly like that. You got to have that banter throughout the entire uh, relationship. Yeah, we've been successful. But again, I mean, we like I said, we've been through our times, you know, um, the divorce papers have been out, you know, so, you know, there's it's sometimes where you, you're not going to agree on stuff and everybody has to be able to speak their mind sometimes regardless of how you think the other person's going to feel. And that's what a lot of people get into it, including myself. I was more worried about how sometimes she felt than I felt. So I'll just, you know, let shit slide. And then, at, then when you blow up, then, you know, she don't know where it's coming from. And that's not fair. Now you're being blindsided. So you got to be able to be comfortable to have those uncomfortable conversations. That way everybody's on an equal playing field. So when you were out in the dating arena, tell us what type of women did you typically date? All kind of women. I've dated every pretty much everybody's race or nationality. Um, I'm a city guy, so I had a lot more variety as far as different type of women. Like the South sometimes just white, black, or red bone, you know, in certain areas. So... And not to mention, I had a lot of friends, so I was introduced to a lot of back uh, family traditions and things that, that were very interesting to me because we didn't do certain things. So none of the women I've dated uh, fall into that pattern. 
of being like the last one or close to the other one. So I just like, I like the inside of women as far as their mental and, and you know, what what they want to do with themselves. You know, they can, they can be cute and all that. That's great and everything. But, you know, do you want to stay at Kmart your whole life or do you want to run a Kmart or do you want to buy a Kmart? Those are the things that, you know, my questions in, in the back of my mind. I mean, I it, that's what I was looking for in a wife, but also as a partner, more or less a partner, you know, because if you can deal with the day-to-day drama of your bills and budgeting and, you know, sacrifice, then, you know, when you get to that marriage part of the aspect, it's going to take on a whole nother um, stream of revenue and also a stream of time. Like currently, like now, the kids are older, obviously, so they're doing their things. So we're kind of getting into the swing of things where we have more time to do stuff for ourselves and pursue different goals, such as, you know, me doing comedy. You know, she does modeling now. You know, we're both dabbling in acting. So it's just, a, a you know, different avenue. But to have someone you can bounce certain things off each other, you know, it makes it that much more um, comforting, I guess, or understanding. Right. You you know what it is? It's almost like a, a, a conversation with God that comes out of nowhere. So you're not looking for answers. You're not asking for nothing. You got a little time to yourself. And then you just start getting a playback of good things. Then you get some bad things. And then like, yo, but this, you know, this is my person. You know, how do you feel when you're away from them? How do you feel when you're around them? Like, you know, do you, cu- you know, like, you know, a lot of women don't think guys like, do we like to cuddle? We like to be all snuggle up. It's not all about the sex. The sex is great. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, just to have that, that that um, that that per- your person next to you, where you can just lay on the lap and watch TV, take a nap, or you know, things like that. When you know when you're not around them and you're thinking about them a little bit more, and you're still having your fun while you're out, but you're also like, yo, this is great, but I can't wait to go home. That's when you know, you, you know, that's that person. Yeah. And how did you guys meet? We met when I moved back from. Virginia to Boston. We met at a, it was an Ames department store. My aunt got me a job when I first came back home and uh, we were doing a remodel. And I heard this loud ass person, who the hell is this loud ass person? And she was on the ladder doing something. And she fell loud. She has not changed at all. And um, I'm like, who is that? And then one of my friends was like, oh, that's so-and-so. And I was like, oh, okay. And we were just really good friends. Like we all go out to eat, you know, for lunch as a group, you know. And we just kicked it like we really had a dope chemistry as far as conversation. And uh, she was involved with somebody else. And, you know, that was their, their situation. But at work, you know, we just kicked it. Nothing, you know, nothing crazy. And then um, it was what it was. You know, things, you know, they fell out, you know, whatever. I was, you know, still the friend on the side, but I was still I was still doing my thing. I wasn't like harping on it. You know what I'm saying? And one thing led to another. And there it is. Whoop! there it is, huh? That's it. And so you you talked about that you guys have had some issues and problems and and maybe even contemplated divorce. What was the reason for turnaround? Um, I think the first time it was uh, it was right about the time of you know you like I tell you um, understanding your partner's mental and understanding yourself and like you know she had got postpartum real bad i didn't understand it she didn't really understand it we were still young because we had my first son when i was 22 and then like by the time my daughter came it was just things were you know a lot of things so being there for her on the part of that journey the weight loss journey the the therapy journeys and you know going to therapy and you know 
things that I that were taboo to to me, you know, growing up. So um, we got through that part like that, you know. We and then um, now that we're in this, I guess, industry of far as like movies and pictures and stuff like her stuff. I love everything that she does. I just don't like everybody that she works with. You know, mm-hmm. that's just me. Um, I'm a husband. I go into, you know, photo shoots looking around like, who's a jackass out here? Like, who, you know, that's just what I do. I'm a protector. So she's working with, we're working with each other, me easing up on that and, you know, being a little bit more warming when I when I go places. Because, <laughs> you know, I normally don't come in with the smiley face until I get, you know, relaxed and I know that, Everything is everything. The Oscars, my opinion, and um, it's just my opinion. She set him up and she didn't support him. And she let him, you know, act a fool and let him reap the benefits of his his actions. And, now, you know, and as a real woman, like even my wife was like completely disgusted. She's like, I don't care how mad you were. I would have called security on you for you not to ruin your, that moment on that that big of a, a stage. She's like, we would have argued in the back or whatever. She goes, but I wouldn't have let you do that in front of all those people, especially when I know that you were going to be the recipient. She goes, she didn't protect her. And she didn't protect her, protect him. And she still doesn't protect him. You know, she's speaking out about the hate, but yet she was laughing about it when it happened. So, you know, those those things like that, um, you got to take heed of it. And that's the other part of, of protecting your person. Really, Your person, you wouldn't allow your person to behave like that. Even though they could have, they could have been in the right, but you also know there's a time and place for it. So she didn't protect the person. And just like that, we keep the interest in listening coming. Thank you, Uncle P and them for joining us on the porch today. We know it won't be the last. You guys be sure to go and check out Uncle P and all the exciting things him and his beautiful wife have coming. So what time is it? It's time for you to be you, baby, which is absolutely beautiful. Don't let nary another individual tell you anything any different. And if they do, get them right on up out of your circle today. Do it today. Stay strong, be blessed, and take care.